Tandem Nomads, episode 291. I have a very serious question for you. Have you taken the time to sit down, look at your finances, look at your business, and actually plan how you will make your revenue this year? If you don't have a clear strategy set in place, no worries, I've got your back, and this is exactly what we'll cover today. Hello and welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great resources and inspiration to grow a successful business that is aligned with your lifestyle. This is your host, Emel Deregi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. If you're not already used to regularly pause during the year and especially beginning of the year, but also along the year to pause and look at your revenue goals and how you will reach them, then I highly, highly recommend you to listen to this episode. It is so crucial that you take the time to plan how you will make money in your business and how you make profits. And I want to talk about this very important point, but hopefully you you are also thinking about it on a regular basis, trying to plan it, but you're struggling to figure out how to do it in the most effective way. So today I'm going to share with you four steps to help you build your strategy and make and design a plan that helps you reach your revenue goals, but also make sure that your business is profitable. But real quick, before I get into this topic, I want to talk about this thing because I do notice that there is a lot of sole entrepreneurs and small business owners who don't take the time to plan their revenue and their strategies to reach them and also don't necessarily look or know how to look really well into their finances to make sure that they are profitable. The reason behind it is that very often people are just too busy and get caught in the day-to-day life of business that they don't feel like they have the time to do it. Or the other thing is, even when you plan your goals, you're so used to not reach them or you're so used that things just don't go as planned that you just give up. The thing about these plans is that they are crucial, they are important, and there is a way to adapt them when things don't go as planned. This part is so crucial that it actually can really jeopardize a business if it's not done properly. So I really think that it has to be moved to the top priority of your tasks and your obligations and priorities. This is so, so important. But also the other reason that a lot of people don't do it or those who do it struggle with it is because it's not that easy to figure out, okay, how do I make sure that what I'm selling is priced at the right point and is actually helping me reach my financial goals and is actually allowing me to know exactly how many clients I need and helps me know how to actually find those clients. So this is a pretty complex process. So if you haven't managed to do that yet, don't worry, know that you're not alone and I've got your back. I'm going to show you how to do it. So this method that I've been developing over the years for my client as well as for my own business is imagine a circle and each step is actually building onto each other and is creating this virtual circle. So I want you to think of that when you hear me talking about these steps, but also know that I won't be able to go into details because there's a lot of numbers involved here, but bear with me and try to pay attention and to take some notes. You might eventually be able to really follow the steps, but I'll try to be as thorough as possible. I can tell you, if you do this, it will be a game changer in your business. 
So the first step is about defining your pricing and your sales strategy. For that, you need to be very clear about what are your offers? What are the different packages that you have in your business and their price points? And what do you actually sell with each one of your offers? It is so key to be able to evaluate your key signature offers, your entry point offers. I always recommend my clients to have a series of offers that can build up on each other so that you can catch the clients in its different faces. I want to give you an example. Let's say it's about starting a business. There are different phases in the business. The first one is defining the business idea, the business model, and the whole strategy. The next step would be launching it, and the next step would be growing it. So you see, so think about your customer journey. What happens in the journey of your clients, the steps that go through in their transformation before they work with you, and when they can finish working with you? What are the different stages that need to happen? Know that you can break down those stages so that you can catch the clients who are not ready to commit right away. I always say to my clients, you know, you want to create a series of packages that go from low commitment to high impact. So think about it in your case. And by the way, if you are a consultant, here's why I always hear about consultants and trainers is that it's not possible to create a standard package. I want to challenge you with that try to create a standard package. And then even if you have to adapt it from a client to another, at least you have a base to go from so that you can plan your business and your revenue moving forward. So as I said, you start by defining your offers very clearly. And on top of the price point, you also want to be very good at explaining what this package includes. And for that, you need to be able to explain what happens before and during and after the person uses that product or service. You really want to explain that transformation that people experience. When you do that, you can also then realize the actual value of your product or service so that you price it properly. Now, if by any chance you are not yet clear about what are your offers and what are your pricing, what are you actually selling, then this is a great place to start to think about it, right? So that's why I was talking about these steps to be circular. If you have not ever sold anything yet and you're just starting out, then I'll recommend you to start with the step number two that I'm going to explain later. Start with the step number two and then this step number one will be the last step of the process. This is why I was calling it like this virtual circle because if you can't do this now, you can then move on to the next step. It will help you build the foundations and come back to this step. All right. So we are still here in the first step, which is about defining your offers and your pricing strategy. Let's say now that you know exactly what you're selling, that you've defined your packages. Here is what you do need to do next. So hold on, because I'm going to try to to explain it very slowly as it's all about numbers and try to imagine that I have a board in front of you and I'm actually writing it down on the board. So the first step is to list all your expenses in the business. And that includes your recurring costs, your regular costs, but also the different investments you know you will have to do during the year. One thing that most people don't do that I highly recommend to do is to define your monthly salary immediately from the get-go 
in your expenses. So you might not be able at the beginning to get a salary out of your business, but I encourage you to take out the money as soon as possible and to make sure to commit that monthly salary in your expenses. So your whole plan starts by really making sure that you know exactly what are the costs you're going to have next year and also project some of the investments you want to make and include not only your salary, but also your taxes. That way you have included all the expenses that will come out out of your business to make sure then to know how much profit is left so that you can also invest in other things in the next years and build up your cash flow. Cash flow is a very important thing. So the best way to be able to predict your cash flow and your product is by making sure that from the get-go, you know exactly how much you will be spending next year. And again, I know because I heard it so many times that a lot of people might say, I can't predict all my expenses. If you can't do that, then look at your expenses of last year and replicate them and think about what are the things you want to do this year and what are they going to cost you. This is really, really important. Once you have defined all your expenses, including your salary and your taxes, the next step is to give a job to each one of your revenue streams to cover a certain percentage of all your expenses. That's another thing that's in interesting because I've seen a lot of solo entrepreneurs who have, for example, a product, they are going to price, let's say you are organizing a training and you need a venue and some catering and things like that. So you are going to calculate the cost that that event is going to cost. But that is not helping you figure out as a whole business and overall, are you making sure to be profitable because you have other costs. So instead of looking at each sale and each cost that's attached to that sale, you're going to start first with all the costs and then meld them together so that you can distribute the weight of that total costs, total expenses through each one of your packages. Let's say, as I said, you have three packages in your offer and your total expenses for this year are going to be about a hundred thousand euros then your package number one is gonna you're gonna decide how much percentage each one of your packages is gonna cover so your package number one for example will cover 15 percent of your total costs your second package will cover 40 percent of your total costs and your third package will cover 45% of your total cost. This is just an example. You will have to define that percentage yourself. How you define that percentage is first of all, by knowing how important that offer is. And obviously the more expensive an offer is, the more it can take the weight of the total costs. Obviously, if you have a small offer and you put all the weight on it, you know that you're gonna have to sell more of it to cover your costs. So if you go with a business in terms of value instead of volume, then you want to put your biggest percentage of the expenses on your biggest offers. However, it's not always this case. You will see once we do the next steps, you will see how many clients that represents and you'll see if that works for you. If it doesn't, you'll then reshuffle this distribution of the costs. And this is how this whole process of planning your revenue is all about taking the time to try different scenarios and then readjust them, not only when you define them at the beginning, but also all along the year as you adjust to what is happening in your business. 
And what I went through very quickly, but I want to highlight is the importance to really consider your salary and your taxes from the get go so that you can make sure that the extra money you're making is profit for you and the business. If you want to learn more about this and dive into this topic about profitability, I've got some great resources for you. The first one is an amazing book by uh, Michael Mikhailovich. I will put the link in the show notes of this episode. The title of the book is Profit First. And the second great resource is an interview on this podcast with Anna Moore, who is a financial strategist. And I've learned so much from her as well. So I will be putting the link of her interview on Tandem Nomads in the show notes of this episode so you can dive into it if you want to learn more about the importance and how to plan your finances to make sure that you include your salary and to include your taxes and make sure that you are coming from a place of profit first. So now you have your total expenses for the year and you have distributed the costs through your different packages by defining how much each package should cover of the total costs. Let's say your total expenses is 100,000 euros and your first package covers 15%, which means that in order to break even, you need to make at least 15,000 euros with that first package. So this is just to know how much you need to break even and cover your costs. And then you add the percentage of profit you want to make on top of your expenses that include your salary, remember. So let's say you want to make a 40% profit, then you add 40% to that and you'll know how much you need to make sales with that first offer. And then you do the same thing with the second offer and then the third offer. Once you have made that calculation with each one of those offers, you will know what is the total sales you need to break even and to make that percentage of profit that you defined. And then you can break that down again by taking the total revenue goal that you have defined now in a mathematical way for each package divided by the unit price of your offers to know how many sales and how many customers does that represent. And that's the best way to see how realistic your revenue goal is in terms of covering your costs, making revenue, but also in terms of your marketing potential and your, and your resources, you will see, for example, if at some point you do the math and you see that this represents about 50 clients for this package, can I make 50 clients? Like, let's be reasonable. So I'm going to put aside all the, all the limiting beliefs and all the work around the self-sabotaging and, and the imposter syndrome. I'm really thinking about like pragmatically, can your business attract now 50 clients for that offer? If not, it means that you have to either adjust your expenses or adjust the distribution of your costs or adjust your pricing. And this is how a lot of small business owners and solo entrepreneurs end up never making money is because they're actually not pricing their product the right way. But also, can you physically perform, if, especially if it's a service-based offer, can you physically perform that service for 50 times during the year? And this is how, at the end of the day, so many solo entrepreneurs and small business owners end up burning out and even sometimes broke. By going through this process, you will not only be able to actually measure and define your goals in a very pragmatic way, but also you will be able to measure if you are pricing your products and services in the right way to cover your expenses, cover your salary, 
and make a profit for the company and cover your taxes. And when you have set up a system to do that, that is when you're starting to have a real business that's sustainable and that will allow you to grow year after year because you know exactly what's going to work in your business, how to price your products properly, and also how to market them properly, which leads me to the second step. So the next steps are all about making sure that you know how to reach those financial goals in terms of marketing and sales. How are we going to attract those clients? So this second step is about being super clear about who are those clients. Remember I told you at the beginning that the first step could be the last one if you're just starting out. So if you're just starting out, this is where you start when you build your marketing strategy to grow your business is to define your ideal client and your niche. But even if you've been in business for a long time, you got to make sure that you're continuously making sure that you are aligned in your business with your target audience. So Revise your target audience, revise the definition of your different segments. If you have different segments in your business, I want you to really write down and describe them each because for each different segment, you want to have different products. And even if it's the same product, you want to have completely different marketing strategies that are adapted to each ideal client. So make sure that you are very, very clear about your positioning strategy. And this is the second step, which means number one, defining your ideal client, defining your value proposition. What is the transformation that you offer with that product? That's it has to be super clear. And finally, what is the language that your ideal clients use and how can you make sure to use that language to position yourself exactly where they need you to be for them to want to buy from you? So this is a really important stage. And if you're not clear about that, then take the time to study it. Once you got that clear, the third step is to define your marketing strategy. So the marketing strategy is about getting visibility. And once you know your ideal client, basically the next step is to know where they are. And if you can't answer that question, make sure to do your market research, figure out who are the competitors, the potential strategic partners, the different networks and organizations, associations where your ideal client might be, the different events where your clients might go to, the different media that your client consumes, podcasts, blogs, magazines, radio, TV, all of those. And it's only once you have a research where your ideal client that you can define, okay, how am I going to get visibility? in front of them? How can I get their attention? And for that, you have a few marketing strategies. And I'm going to focus on 10 marketing strategies very quickly. There are usually the most common ones for online businesses and service providers. So number one is networking. Number two is exhibiting at events. Three, speaking engagements. Four, strategic partners. Five, referrals. Six, PR and media. Seven, affiliate marketing eight paid ads and sponsorships, nine SEO, and 10 direct marketing. And here is the mistake of a lot of people. A lot of people try to do a little bit of everything. What you need to do is to figure out really what's the most effective strategy for you and stick to it. Pick one to three strategies out of these 10 and stick to them on a consistent base to grow your visibility in front of your target audience. That is how you start your way to attracting your ideal clients. But that's not enough. That's when the fourth step comes in, which is having a lead generation and a content strategy. Interestingly, although all of this is about marketing, right? But 
I hear a lot of people confusing their content strategy with their marketing strategy. And very often when they think of marketing, they focus actually on their content by doing social media, by blogging or doing a podcast, etc. But how can you really find your clients if you start developing content and there's nobody to read it or listen to it? right? So for you to be able to get people to read and see and listen to your content, you need to gain visibility. So your content is only the next step after your marketing. Your content is here to build up your expertise, position you as the expert to go to and nurture that relationship with people when they get to see you for the first time. They get to get to know you a bit more by consuming your content, gaining trust, and then being able to buy from you. So this is really important to understand that distinction between marketing and content. So it's great that you're working on content if you're focused on it and you're consistent with it, but that's not enough. You're going to have to be very consistent with your marketing. And also the other important piece with the content strategy in this fourth step is that your content should be your lead generator. You need to find a strategic way to grow your email list, to get attention from the people, to not only read your blog or your listen to your podcast or your videos, but also to sign up to your email list, to sign up to your free offers so that you can grow a, a list of potential customers who are really interested because they have taken the time to press the button, subscribe and get to know you. So for example, when you offer a free webinar, that's an amazing way to create the leads because if the title of the webinar is really good and really fits to the need of the client, they they can come sign up to see what you've got to offer. And if they really want to go to the next step, then they can buy from you. So you need to decide what is that journey that you're going to take your clients to through your marketing, but also through your content and your free resources that people will sign up to, to buy from you. And once you have that clear, what you want to do is take your calendar and plan for every quarter and every month, where is it going to be your effort focused on? For instance, if you had three offers, three packages, you want to define how many clients you need for each package and how are we going to spread that number of clients throughout the year in which months you will focus on which offers. What kind of strategies are you going to implement to reach each one of those revenue goals with each one of those packages? So you need to be very clear about that. And this is how we're making this full circle back to step one, which is about your offers, what you're selling and your pricing. This is how you're linking everything together. Because one thing you need to know is that when you design this plan, these four steps, what you want to do is every quarter to revise it and even every month, if you can, revise this plan to make sure that you're moving towards the right direction. And if, for example, at the beginning of the first quarter, you plan to make a certain revenue, but it doesn't work out, then you can look back at your step one. What can you change? What can you adapt to make it work. You could change your pricing. You could change how you're spreading your expenses through the packages. If you feel like there's one product that's working than the other, more than the other, you could put more pressure for it to cover the expenses than the other. You could as well um, reduce your expenses. So there's so many ways you can shuffle things around, including as well your marketing efforts, depending on how it's working for you. If you see that there's one strategy is working better than other, then you 
you can shift it so that you can make sure that you are getting at the end to your goals at the end of the year or the quarter or the month. To reach your goals, you not only need to go through this process, but also be constantly putting an attention to it. It's not something that you do once in the year and just go and hope that it's going to work on its own. You need to proactively live through this process. But you also need to make sure that you are, in fact, using the right strategies for you and implementing these steps properly. So now that I shared with you these steps, I'm just going to summarize them real quick. Step number one, make sure to define your offers and your pricing strategy. Number two, define your positioning strategy. Number three, your marketing strategy. And number four, your lead generation and content strategy. So I'm hoping that through this episode, you're having a bit more awareness about not only the importance of doing this, of sitting down and planning your revenues, but also how to do it and what are the steps to take. But if by any chance you're struggling to actually pragmatically figure out how to do it, now that you know the steps, you want to implement them, but you're not sure if you're doing the right thing, then I highly recommend you to reach out to me. This is exactly what I do with my clients when I work with them. I go through each one of these steps thoroughly and in details to help them choose the right strategies in terms of pricing, in terms of positioning, in terms of marketing, in terms of content and lead generation. And when you work with me, you will also have access to my very exclusive templates and an Excel sheet, well, all you have to do is to enter the data and the information just comes out for you. So you don't have to have the hassle of figuring out of how to doing all the math and then how to link that to an actual promotional plan that works for you, that works for you without being overwhelmed. And once that's done, you can then be able to adjust on your own and move forward. So there's many ways that I can help you do that depending on your goals and where you are and the stage where you are. So if you're, for instance, listening to this episode in January, shortly before my group coaching program, I highly recommend you to check it out. But I also have strategy sessions and more longer coaching sessions where we could work together throughout this process of implementing. So so depending on where you are in your journey and which stage of your business, I'll be able to offer you different solutions so if growing your revenue and your profitability this year is in your top priorities then make sure to reach out to me and uh, schedule an introduction call with me it is free where you can tell me more about your challenges and what you're looking for and we'll see if I can be a good fit for you and if I have the right solution for you I will share with you in the show notes of the episode the link to schedule an introduction call with me so that you can see if I can support you in implementing these different steps as well as any other challenges you might have in your business. I hope that this episode was helpful for you to get clarity on the important things that you need to consider to plan your revenue goals effectively and be able to reach them but I also hope that you promise me to block the time to do it if you haven't done it. Block the time to sit down. It is so important. It is a key activity in your business. It's not a secondary thing to do. If you care about your business, if you're making money is a priority for you, reaching a multiple six-figure business, if that's the direction you want to go, you need to take the habit to do this consistently. If you want to build a business that gives you the flexibility and the freedom you want to support your family, support yourself, doing all the great things that life can offer you without worrying about money and without worrying about also your own well-being, then I really hope that you take the time to think about this. 
So promise me you'll do it and don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions. The best way to reach out is via Instagram, by DM, or simply email me on the address connect at tandemnomads.com. I can't wait to hear from you and stay in touch with you to turn your challenges into great opportunities.